Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, neutrophil, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Four to ninety days. I, I'm one of your Uber fans, girl. Oh my god, you are something else. You were so big on the show. Thank you. I'm little, but I can be big sometimes. <laughs> make a fuss, make a noise, whatever. Yeah. Make a noise. Um, well, I'm honored that you came on this show. Um, I know you have a very active YouTube. You have a big social media following, but this is kind of one of the first sit-down interviews you've done to tell your story since everything went down on Before the 90 Days. So I'm really honored. Yeah, and I'm very excited. Thank you so much for inviting me. So yeah, very excited. I want to catch up a little bit and tell everybody you know, what you've been up to. You just moved. You had a big move. Yes. Okay, yeah, where did you actually, uh, so two months ago, Elijah and I, we moved to Argentina, Buenos Aires. Um, and uh, it's been like two months already, but we still are getting used to everything. And it's like a lot to get accustomed to. And I've never been to South America, always wanted to go. And actually, I don't know, I can't believe I'm here still. Like there are moments where I'm like, what? I'm in Buenos Aires, so far from home. Uh, so yeah. Okay, so how did you and Elijah decide to move to Buenos Aires? Because, you know, when we saw you and Caleb together on Before the 90 Days, mm-hmm. you know, you guys were in Turkey. You're obviously from Russia, you know, originally. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you settle on Argentina? 
it's a very funny story. So Elijah and I, we wanted to move somewhere for a while. We always like wanted to go somewhere, but you know, our lives were very comfortable in Russia, like good, we had everything. Uh, and we were like, always oh, done later, later. But then uh, the war with Ukraine started. And mm. of course we didn't support it at all. My mom is Ukrainian. So I always considered myself as half Ukrainian. I spent there a lot of time when I was a child and like a teenager. So for me, it was very heavy and seeing how like all the sanctions are put on Russia and plus uh, the Russian government uh, putting all putting out all the new laws uh people just losing freedom of speech and i'm the person who will never like stay silent you know um even if there is like some law i i don't want to be like i don't want to feel like i have to shut up when i see some big injustice going on and when i see that a lot of people because of this situation are looking up to me want me to speak up i just can't lie about it you know so um long story short I also got like some threats that my posts will be sent to like investigation committee and stuff. Wow. So I was, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. And so I was like, you know, it's better to go. Plus I work for the United States and with all the restrictions, I wasn't even be able to get paid, you know, because they blocked, uh, so we just uh, were like, okay, if we don't go now, maybe we will not be able to go anywhere at all. And plus, it just, again, it just seemed dangerous, you know? So at first, the war started, but then we realized that it's too close to Russia and probably Georgia might have some conflict with Russia too. And uh, then... <laughs> Elijah just opened the list of the countries that are the easiest to go to for Russians. And Argentina obviously was the first because it, it starts with A. <laughs> and I was like, oh, right. Like, I know about Argentina because my best friend went there once and she loved it. And, you know, I speak Spanish and I always wished to go to some Spanish speaking country. So we just started like learning and we, we found out a lot of very awesome things about Argentina. For example, medical care here is free and I think it's very important. And we don't need visa. The prices are kind of similar with Russia. So um, what else? Like uh, there is a free yeah. education too. So if we want to study, we can, you know, I think it's very, very amazing. And it's more like an European country and very like, um, so LGBTQ plus movement is very big here. Uh, plus uh, it's good for disabled people too. It's like the best country for disability, pe people with disability in South America. And actually like, it's wow. so funny because I, I was like, okay, uh, it's the best country in South America for like wheelchair users, but maybe it's not that good anyway. So I came here and I was surprised. It's like much better than in Russia. They have ramps almost everywhere. Uh, and I'm talking only about Buenos Aires because I haven't been to other cities, but I mean, I've been to Moscow and in Moscow, it's very, very inaccessible. But here it's uh, so much better. They have like uh, disabled bathrooms almost everywhere, wow. which is so crazy for me. Uh, so yeah, I was like, oh my God, Russia is so behind with this, you know? So yeah, that's okay. the story. One last question. How is your family doing? Your mother's from Ukraine. I mean, we all are so heartbroken about what is happening there. Is your family safe? Your extended cousins, any of your aunts and uncles? How are people doing? And and I'm sure many of you, you know, look, we know from stories that we uh, Russian soldiers to a lot of Russian citizens are anti this war, you know, um, but of course, yeah. Living there, I think we're also very aware that speaking out can cost you your life um, or your family's life. So how is your family in Ukraine doing? Uh, so my mom is very heartbroken because of this all this situation. Uh, she's also like heartbroken that she can't go there to visit 
uh, my like grandma's grave, my grandpa's grave, and just seeing the videos of shellings just really have an effect on her. So she's trying right now to not watch it so much, but she's in contact with her friends. And actually, she's from the city that is now occupied by Russian army. Um, and um, yeah, people are like just want everything to end, of course. But for now, they are safe. And my uncle, my aunt, they were able to escape mm. uh, because at first the territory where they lived, it wasn't bombed. Now it was, there was like a big um, explosion in the mall, uh, but they were able to escape right in the beginning because um, my uh, cousin, she lives in Italy. So they went there and now they're just living there trying to build their lives again which mm. is very stressful too but they're they're fine they're safe and i'm glad that they could be safe um alina i want to kind of switch switch gears and talk about before the 90 days because you and caleb were huge fan favorites coming into the show and once the show started and and even afterwards um but you know there was controversy with some posts that you put up that had racist comments and um a, a 90 day fiance producer recently for variety um article even mentioned you too and that their screening process has changed but and we've heard some of this on your own YouTube channel, but I think it's important for people to hear in your own words. Um, tell us about those posts, um, how you feel about them then, now, um, if you knew they were going to come up. Um, and tell us, you know, in your, uh, just from you, how you feel about that. Okay, let's start with like, if I knew they were going to come up. So, so of course if i remembered that i had such posts i would be like um i, I mean when they were found i was shocked mm. i was like i can't believe i posted this um really it was uh, overwhelming and that's uh, part of the reason why at first i denied it was mine because i was just really really panicking i Oh, it's very hard to explain. Um, I, I knew that uh, it would be like a big problem when I saw that the, these posts uh, resurfaced. Um, but I didn't know it would be like such a big problem. That time I still did not know 100% as I know now that I should like, mm, it's very hard to explain. I knew it was bad, okay? when they were resurfaced. But I didn't know it would be like that, that bad, you know? Yeah, like I used it as a one post as a quote of the song. And then in another post, I translated the event, um, like the event description that I didn't even create, you know? I just wanted my friends from the US uh, and other countries to see like, what kind of absurd reality we live in in Russia that such parties can happen. It, and I have to say, like, I remember uh, back in that time, um, back, back in the time that um, when I posted it, I remember that this party, it didn't sit right with me. It just seemed very strange and something that would happen only in Russia. But at the same time, I didn't see it as like necessarily racist. I know it's very strange for people in the US to hear that, but I, so and, yeah. And say that last part again, because you just dropped out. And I think that was important. You were saying that in Russia, there's, there's, um, you know, it's hard for people maybe in America to understand because, yes, you know, we here we see the N word and things like that. And we think, oh, my God, you know, never use that. Never say that, especially as white people. And you were saying in Russia, tell me about it. What is it like there? Uh, in Russia, we do have racism and we do have a lot of racism, like, trust me. Uh, and I started seeing it more after this situation, but it has like a very different angle uh, because first we don't have so many people of color in Russia and especially um, like black people. 
we have some like darker people from uh, neighboring countries who go to Russia, like a lot of them come to Russia to work and uh, a lot of people don't like them and say some offensive words. Uh, but at the same time, we have like this offensive words for these people. But if someone like a celebrity uses it, who is not belonging to this uh, ethnicity group, um, if someone, if someone uses it, they will never like be fired. People, some people might say like, mm, okay. And the uh, other people, they're like, yeah, fine. So the conversation hasn't really started yet, which also really sucks. Now I understand, uh, but uh, just understanding, um, how to say, understanding the, um, the level of how serious it is mm. for a Russian person, it's, it's difficult. And yes, I've been... Uh, in the U.S., I spent there a year, uh, and it was a long time ago. The world was a bit different, and plus, uh, it's a lot of factors. Um, I, I don't even know, like, it's very complex, and I know that I shouldn't have posted it, and I just wish that someone from the U.S. who's seen my post, and I Back then, I did have a lot of friends on Facebook from my exchange year, uh, and I wish that someone would have told me, you know, someone would just say like, yeah, that's a very strange event, but don't just po don't post this word like that, because it will offend a lot of people. And I never want to offend a lot of people. And mm. I, I mean, any people in general, just for the person they are, you know, because when I faced discrimination for the first time of my life, I was still like in the middle school. I mean, the time that I remember completely that it was for sure discrimination. I was still in middle school. And for me, it was mind blowing that someone, so I can tell like the little story I went to, I wanted to go to a drama, uh, like a, a drama club yeah and i did go there there was like first class in in my school i loved it it was so fun but after this the teacher she told my friend uh that i shouldn't go there because drama club is like a fairy tale and i with my condition bring people back to reality uh and mm. she asked my best friend to tell it to my mom <laughs> like what the hell uh, and my best friend told my mom and I found out because I was weirded out why my best friend wants to talk to my mom on the phone. And then I found out about it and I was really upset. I was crying. I didn't understand like sure. what was sure. my fault. You know, it just not. And I was like, but that's not something I can control. And I didn't do anything to be like that. So like, I just couldn't understand and it was it was actually kind of like a scandal in school because mm. later like other teachers found out and some of them were shocked and then this woman she also like felt that she needed to apologize to me and stuff yeah it was like a big deal uh but i really was the first time i had to encounter something like this and i just couldn't understand it really hurt my feelings alina tell people for people who might be listening to this podcast for the first time you know i mean mm -hmm. obviously the news cycle changes so quickly we're, we're now on to yeah. 90 day fiance you know season nine all this stuff what <laughs> It, what is your condition? It's a dwarfism, um, you know, condition, correct? Is that, mm -hmm. what is it? What Tell people about that. Yes, it's a form of dwarfism. So it makes me short <laughs> and have like uh, short limbs. And also my joints, I'm not sure how to say, but they're like not right. So it makes it difficult for me to walk for a long time. So I also need to use the wheelchair. Um, and yeah, sometimes like the, this condition is called dystrophic dysplasia. And uh, there are like milder cases, stronger cases. Uh, people who have the same condition as me, they might look 
very different or very similar so just like very there's a big variety so uh, i have it like that and yeah that's basically it Alina, I know you know you've you addressed the situation here today, and you've you've done so on your YouTube. But um, how do you feel about those posts today? Oh, now I feel uh, so. I feel very awful about my posts because uh, I and I already mentioned it on my YouTube when I saw them and got surprised that I even could post it. I immediately thought about my real friends from the real life. I didn't really think about fans who were who saw it and got offended from all the continents. And I was like, oh my God, they're gonna see it and they're gonna think that I never respected them, that I was two-faced with them, stopped talking to me. Because uh, we don't talk every day, of course, but we keep in touch with everybody. And it just like, I, I just immediately felt very, very guilty and ashamed. And after this situation progressed and I watched uh, like Dr. Honda's videos about the situation and um, because a lot of people, they were just texting hateful things, but they wouldn't explain the complexity of it. For example, I wasn't aware at, at all that, um, what I wore in one of the pictures of one of the posts uh, when we had the, like a gender a gender bender day in my high school in the US, I wasn't aware that it was uh, partly like a blackface. You know, mm. uh, I I I thought like I don't know. I I never thought about it that way. And when people there were like a few comments about it, and when they were texting it, I was like the hell uh, what blackface no yeah I, I drew a beard but that's not like blackface so and then dr honda explained and i was like oh my god okay i get it now and i mean for like a, a performance or like a photo shoot like for fun and i'm like okay that's um they shouldn't do worse and worse because i was finding out more and more things that were wrong about it um but explain to me who is it, who is it dr honda uh dr honda is a youtuber who analyzes some 90 day fiance clips and also people asked him to analyze my videos so lena tell everybody who dr honda was and how did dr honda make you aware that some pictures that you posted obviously there were comments about asian people the n-word tell tell people how dr honda made you really realize those things were offensive clips from 90 day fiance and a lot of people also asked him to analyze my video uh where i address all my posts and i watched it i really loved it and i made the response was very educating and i'm very grateful to him because opened my eyes on some of the issues that nobody could you know so many people they are so fast with uh some hateful comments but so uh, so few people are actually able to educate and explain. So I'm very, very grateful to him because I could learn more and we could discuss more and I could reflect more about what led me to do all this, to make all these posts in the first place. And, and what do you think that is? I think that's that's important to tell people. What do you think it is that, that you posted these things that you know were very hateful? For a lot of people uh so the first thing is i'm just grateful that dr honda made me think why did i decide to post them you know and the second thing is that i was just uh i guess uh, wanted to be like more provocative you know uh like more as a someone okay so i'm i'm like kind of a person who defies uh stereotypes and i don't like uh in my life i always felt the urge to kind of do the contrary <laughs> mm -hmm. you sure. know? uh 
uh, yeah, and kind of like show that, uh, no, it's not like that. So with my posts, I can kind of see a little bit of that, like, oh, that's so provocative to mention, I don't know, uh, how, like, to to be someone's uh, like uh, number one hundred something wife, you know. I thought it was so provocative, kind of provocative. Um, so yeah, but that was just definitely stepping over the line. Uh, and if you don't belong to any minority uh, of um, like a racial minority, you shouldn't uh, really say stuff about it. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is well-researched, baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's Kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. 
10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. All right, today's podcast episode is brought to you by Dame Products. If you have not gone to Dame's website, hello, how about a fabulously colored vibrator shipped to your door discreetly, made with unique care and basically like hand-free vibrators as well. Dame Products has it all, all right? They're a sponsor of the show, I love them. They sent me every single thing in their their product line, and I'm loving it. Um, their products are super easy to use. They're handcrafted. Their sex oils are all done with the pH balance of your body, so you're not putting chemicals inside your body, on your body, and so much more. Dame Products cares about you. Their average vibrator is about $90. Well worth it. You will have it for years. I can't say enough about Dame Products. They have like great colors too, like a pink, like this great um, kind of like mahogany color. I'm I'm all about it. So dameproducts.com, go to their website, use the code TSFS for a 15% discount at checkout. Dameproducts.com, use my code TSFS to get 15% off at checkout. Horizon Fibroids. It continues to be the entire month of July, Fibroid Awareness Month, which is terrific because 80% of women by the age of 50 will have a fibroid. All right. That's insane. What's even more insane is women from all backgrounds are being told many times by their OBGYN that the only solution to get rid of painful fibroids is a hysterectomy. That's bananas, as more of us are having children in our 40s. You need to see Dr. Will Neem. He is a top fibroid doctor on the East Coast with three locations in Maryland, one in Rockville, Germantown, and Frederick, Maryland. People contact him and come from all over the country for his fibroid advice. Uterine fibroid embolization is the low downtime procedure that he specializes in that can shrink and sometimes even totally remove your fibroids. Find out more. Get a second opinion before you do anything drastic with your fibroids. Horizon Fibroids com is the website. They take almost all insurance, but of course, double check, do your own research. Horizonfibroids.com. How do you feel today? You know, people are going to hear this. Some people have written you off. Other people are huge fans of yours. Obviously, you have a, a huge fan base. Um, what do you say to people who, you know, um, once they saw that, automatically thought you were racist and, and just have written you off? Um, to be completely honest, I'm kind of over this. I learned my lesson. I explained my reasoning. I reflected and I'm still learning things about the world, about life, just seeing discrimination all around and seeing more racism in our everyday life and sometimes trying to uh, show people who are like with me in the moment like hey I think that's kind of a racist thing to say you know uh, and trying to explain why um, but I'm not like a pro don't think I'm saying like whoa no no everything no of course not it's an ongoing process I'm grateful that I got to learn a lot of things and again like Dr. Honda such a, a professional I got to like talk to him and uh, learn so much. So I think it's very val valuable. And for people who just um, hate me, think I'm that awful racist, they can think whatever they want. I'm done explaining myself. You know, I know who I am. My friends know who I am, my family. So, and just thinking people are the same and then they don't change, they don't evolve. 
well, okay, you can think that. I don't think that. I better talk and try to understand and try to see what the person has to say than, than just throw hate. So, um, so I, I, I want to kind of fast forward. You know, obviously yeah. you guys were taken off the show. Everybody wanted to hear more about you. I'm sure, you know, how was it? I mean, it must have been devastating to to come off the show after Caleb had said you you were the one that submitted um, the two of you to be on 90 Day Fiance. They picked you up very quickly. Um, did it take you a while to get back on your feet? You're a very positive person. Did, you know, when that your time ended on the show and they cut you guys out, um, was that really hard or you just kept going with your life and your career? Actually, <laughs> it wasn't hard at all because uh, at first I was kind of upset because I'm not going to see some cool scenes that we shot. But then I was like, you know what? I've been into these scenes. I experienced it. People are not going to experience it. Well, I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a little bitchy, but I'm like, fine. And when people were messaging me a lot about like being life it becomes their whole life it kind of like swallows them but it was never the case for me yeah it was like uh, it became a bigger a big part of my life but I don't you know I don't put all the effort because I received some messages from uh, girls who also have a disability and they were like wow it's just seeing you and uh, feeling like so relatable and just seeing someone on the screen who shares the same struggles uh, just brought me so much co courage and now I feel more confident and I feel like I want to start dating go on dates and before I was insecure and you know and I didn't even get one message like that I've got a lot and it wasn't for nothing at all so I can never say that I regret it. No, of course not. It was a very unique experience, you know? And I'm yeah. like, damn, that's true. It's very unique. I don't know anyone else who was like been tried to be canceled and stuff. So it's like that's that's interesting. Okay. Alina, <laughs> we know you and Caleb are no longer dating. Um, you know, Caleb was on my show. He had wonderful things to say about you, your character. Um, you know, it just didn't work between the two of you. Are you dating anybody now? You kind of said it with that guy. You want to be a member of the community, but who are, who is Alina hot and dating? <laughs> Alina, like I have, um, someone, but it's not like something very serious. We're just getting to know each other taking it slow and I love it because there is you know no rush and it's very chill uh, and but meanwhile we date other people too and for me I also didn't want to when I just moved here I didn't want to and I don't want to get in a relationship fast because I want to get to know people you know and just uh, experience life and not necessarily in a romantic way but also tinder is a good way to meet friends and i actually met like one pretty good friend on tinder and we hang out and he teaches me a lot of stuff about argentina and alina tell us i want to know um an update on your music career and your modeling so with the music i've got a couple new songs coming out that i collaborated with my friend and actually one song is in spanish and I'm kind of like rapping in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Uh, so I'm kind of like um, I'm making it uh, to the Argentine scene of music. I don't know. Oh, it's back. It's back. <laughs> we got the power back, everybody. The power is back. Alina yeah. lost power hey. mid-interview, mid and now we're back. Okay, keep going. This is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm very excited about that. And also I'm planning, of course, here to perform, to organize something. And I don't know what's going to happen. I'm excited. Yeah. And I'm looking for people to collaborate with so far. I don't really know a lot of people yet, but you know, I'm getting there. <laughs> You're getting there slowly but surely. And, and um, with the music and then also the model. Yeah. You're stunning. I loved the modeling Thank you. that you You're did. Too. Oh my God. You were like so comfortable in front of the camera. But only like this angle, <laughs> only the best angle. 
<laughs> this is my work inside. Oh my God. Well, I can't wait to see who you date next. You and Caleb were something else. By the way, are you watching 90 Day Fiance now? No. Okay. I was going to say, do you have any couples that you really like? Now we have like an amazing connection. So I want to ask you like eight more questions. <laughs> I, won't, I won't. Um, okay. Tell it's me okay. I hope uh, well, um, all right. Well then I'm going to ask you about Caleb. I mean, uh, you know, Caleb was so kind about the ending of your relationship. What, from your perspective, cause you know, and we're going to talk about two sides to every story, but why did you and Caleb end? Um, well, Caleb, uh, he didn't want to commit and he thought it would have been very difficult with me. And from one point, I get it. Other part of me screams ableism. <laughs> but, uh, and the other part of me, and I told him about it because when we were in Turkey, it's different than when I like lived in Russia, you know? In Russia, everything was adjusted to me. Everything was much more comfortable. I could move around much easily because I had a car and I was uh, very independent. And a lot of people actually think that like Elijah is my nurse or my helper, my assistant. But no, yeah, he helped me out sometimes. But there were times when we wouldn't hang out for like a week, wouldn't really see each other. Uh, and I always strive to be as independent as I can and try to sometimes be creative with the stuff that I need to get done, you know. It's a little bit exhausting, I'm not gonna lie, because sometimes you have to like really think everything through sure. and ahead. Yeah, ahead of time, but it's okay. I'm used to it. It was always like that, so it's fine. And uh, yeah, and with Caleb, um, it happened the way it happened. Uh, I don't have any, uh, how, how do you say, like, I don't have any problems with him. Sure. I understand him. And it was also partly my fault that I was so upset because I made the assumptions and ex uh, some expectations. And it's not his fault that these expectations, they weren't met, you know. Um, and you know, I, I said this to Caleb, but I really wanted like you and Elijah and Caleb to have a threesome, but it never seemed to happen. Did it like, <laughs> no, <laughs> but Caleb is not into guys. Sorry. Huh? <laughs> you guys were all hot. Elijah seemed like he was into Caleb. I guess Caleb wasn't into Elijah, so it never happened, but um well okay you've been so kind and generous with your time um on today's episode what do you want people to to know you know is there anything else you would like people to understand or think about when it comes to you yeah uh I really want people to just be aware that when something happens when there is a story there is always two sides of the story and yes sometimes it can mean that uh, the person is awful, but how can you be sure if you haven't heard both sides, you know? Uh, and also just jumping on a bandwagon. I don't think it's a, a very smart thing to do, you know? It's better to, if you really care about the topic and if you are <laughs> care so much that you are ready to send a lot of hateful messages, just kind of uh, find out uh, what happened, what really happened. And also I want to say that cyberbullying is a, is a thing. Mm. And some people, uh, they can suicide because of that. You, you never know yeah. how a person, even if person did a mistake, you don't know how their mental state is, how strong they are, how thick of a skin they have. So you know, like with my situation, I, when this happened, I saw so many things about me everywhere I logged in. Like I would go to YouTube and I would see like some new video about me from the person I wasn't even subscribed to because it was like uh, recommended to me. Like, yeah, your name came up. Right, right. Yeah. And then I would go to Twitter. Same thing. I would go to TikTok 
same thing. I didn't even need to like go to Reddit or something to see what people are saying. And actually I stopped going to, in the beginning. I was like very interested and scared too. When the first episode came out, I was like, oh my God, I don't know uh, if I want to see yeah. all the comments. But then, yeah, but then you just get really curious. But after a while, you get a little bit exhausted about how people twist things. You never like even could think that they would twist it that way, you know? You were like, wow, I never imagined people might think so. Okay, um, so yeah, just be mindful about that uh, and be more careful with people because we are in the end we are pretty fragile and we have feelings uh, and i don't know even the worst people they still have something good in them i think i yeah. don't know well we all make just too so many of us make mistakes you know and um i think yes. what i i really heard which was an interesting point um that you said on this show is like for you because of cultural differences i mean you, you just didn't know what, and, and, you know, I think there's always like, I have this discussion with people often is there's racism and then there's just ignorance to what some yeah. other culture is going through. And like you said, yeah. is like, you didn't even know you wished people, someone had even DM'd you, you know, yes. and kindly said, Hey, you know, what you're posting is it could be offensive to people. You know, I mean this with love, I'm saying this to you. And this is why kind of like what, you know, what Dr. Honda ended up doing yeah. for you was was really helpful. You know, it's very interesting too, in a way that 90 Day Fiance, it's about dating someone from abroad, dating someone from a different country, different yeah. culture. So this, the whole show is about that. But for some reason, people think that you have to know how things are in the US. Okay, so I, I ask you, do you know how things are in Russia? Do you know how things are in Argentina? Like there is some racist stuff going on here too. And for people, it's like all fine. They don't care about it. So yeah. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? I mean, it is, and people do have that discussion. I think people are discussing that more here in the United States, you know, mm -hmm. we've made so much progress, which is one is amazing. And of course we still have mm -hmm. and bounds yeah. to go, but you go to other countries, you go to European countries, you go to other places, you would, I mean, people are, would be shocked by the racism that goes on there. Exactly. You know, that we don't even like here, you would never do. And then the things that are happening in other countries are like, exactly. Sometimes worse. And yeah. also this situation with me, it provoked a lot of ableism from other people, which for me, it's also kind of mind blowing because if you think that racism is, is bad, why do you think ableism is fine? It's just as bad. It's a discrimination of someone who can't change the way they are. So it just really, I was so shocked. You know, if, if you because of those posts, people then started attacking you about yes. in an ableist way. Okay, so so they would say things about your dwarfism or whatever. They they felt that they could then. I know, isn't that the crazy part? Is like. It's, it's crazy. And I think that the majority of people, not everybody, of course, are just hypocrites who, if you think I'm so awful, why are you being so awful too right now? You know? Yeah. So that's my main question that I had when this situation. Do you think, or, or maybe you had this conversation with 90 Day Producers, but do you think they missed an opportunity to bring you back, to to bring you and Kayla back, to give you a platform? You know, you're here today. I'm, I'm honored you're on my show talking about it. Oh, no. Do you think they missed an opportunity for you to share everything you've shared with me um, on, you know, the tell-all or on their network? Was there ever even a discussion of that? Did they ever say, hey... Um, you know, if you address these in a certain way, we'll, we'll keep you back on the show or let you come back. You know what? I would be happy if someone offered uh, me to, to address this situation. Mm. I, I never like I'm intimidated to talk about it. Yes, I felt I felt bad that it happened. I felt ashamed. I posted this, but I was never scared to talk about it, you know? 
but I wasn't offered. And I think it would have been very educating for a lot of people to address it, to talk about it. And as we did with Dr. Honda, there is like a lot of uh, interesting things. And he also, I feel like he also learned something on this situation. And the main point is that we all are uh, sexists, racists, uh, homophobes, ableists in some ways or another. It's just so deep in us and we are just uh, starting to wake up but some things can be like so casual you know like you say something don't think about it much because your parents said it and your grandparents sure. said it so it's just so deep in the culture in the system so it's very very hard to get rid of it even if you try you still need to learn you still need to like talk to people who experience discrimination so i think it would be would have been very beneficial but i was never offered anything like that so yeah yeah um any of the other couples on before the 90 days on your season that you are still in contact with or you uh, really like um, I'm a little bit in contact with Jessica. She's uh, Ben's friend. Yep, yep. I, I really like her. I think she's great. Uh, other, like the majority of cast members, after this whole racism thing happened, they unfollowed me. Um, I don't know why. I even like, uh, I even approached them and I was like, what's the problem? Why did you unfollow me? I'm just, I want to know, you know? Because yeah. we talked a lot actually and supported each other uh going through the same thing um and um yeah some of them i'm not gonna like name people but some of them were like oh, i really love you you're so amazing blah 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 like talking a lot they just like never even responded to me you know and i was like okay probably it was kind of fake um but yeah right. that's okay right um Okay, what is next? Do you think you'd ever do another reality show? Would you be open to it? Would you ever go back on TV or are you done with television? Mm, I would think about it. <laughs> uh, would have been interesting because like nine a day for me, why did I do it? Because I wanted people to see that people with disabilities, they can also have uh, struggles in relationships that are not even only connected to disability and we can all also date and we can also like be sexual and stuff uh, because most of the times people think oh you're disabled you're you're such a good friend uh, or like you're asexual or something no it's not like that and it's not like we are all innocent so there's so many stereotypes uh, so I wanted just to show the other side and the other reason why I wanted to be on is just it's a fun activity. <laughs> yes. It's so interesting, you know? It's so it's such a unique experience too. Uh, and you get to do something, you get to meet people. It's cool. So I, I loved how sexual you were. And I don't know if you watch, there's a show also on TLC called I Am Shauna Ray, and she has a form of Pituitary yeah, she's she's been on my show. She's amazing, and I I wanted to know they they had her go out on a date, and I was like, okay, have you had sex? And she was like, yes, mm -hmm. I've had sex. And I mean, I I'm so curious about those things. Like, I want to know that about you. Like, you know, are you out like having sex like everybody else? I assume yes. Yeah, of course. And when people would, I mean, if I want to, sure. And if I don't want to, okay, bye, boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, People like also talked a lot about how thirsty I am, but like, I'm just comfortable with what I want, you know, I'm comfortable with my desires. And the other question is what's so bad about being thirsty? I'm like not harassing okay. anyone. I'm not hurting anyone. Sex is good. It's free. Uh, well, I mean, depends, but <laughs> let's not talk about it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there are situations, obviously. Like, it's free, it's good for health, if you yeah. use production. Uh, good for health, you don't get fat. <laughs> like, it's only a good thing, you know? And if it's consensual, too, of course. There's so many, like, 
things about <laughs> like uh, body yeah, has right? to be, we don't have like, to go the body there. Has to yeah. Be yeah 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 I mean yeah um so that's so cool maybe you should do like a whole sex show I feel like I just want to like see you like all your sex stories <gasps> I actually like a while back, uh, I had uh, like a blog, an yeah. anonymous blog about my sex life, about my experiences. I want to hear it all. What? How do we make this public? Are you going to like share more? I want to hear all about your sex stories. I mean, do guys like fetishize, like fetishize you? Like, is that, am I saying it right? Like, uh, do. Uh, yes, yeah, right. Oh, it's actually kind of a big issue. Uh, I feel like some of the guys who I've been with definitely fetishized me, but uh, they didn't talk about it because when a guy just tells me directly, like, oh, well, always wanted to be with a woman like that, I feel weird. I know for some people it's fine, but I feel weird in a way that, hey, excuse me, I'm also like smart and funny and blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> So, so it always like really offends me when a guy sees me only as a little person, as a little woman, you know, because I feel, and maybe it's very arrogant, but I feel much more than that, you know, so yeah. when, when they say it, I'm like, oh, nah, bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is your type, by the way? Um, okay. I like... <laughs> it's different but I do like good looking guys and good looking for me it's a pretty broad um how you say that um broad definition for me okay uh, but I like when a guy's when a guy has a nice smile and when he's like has uh, wide shoulders and I love when he's fun like if he's like sad and like oh so boring but I like when we can just <laughs> laugh like we can flirt and I really love when guys are confident because uh, I've tried dating someone not really confident and they kind of bring these problems to you like all their insecurities and to be honest I don't want to do deal with this um so yeah I, I really like confident fun guys chill um somewhat smart <laughs> yeah they gotta have some brains to be with you okay I a little you yeah. I could keep you forever because I want to ask you all kinds of I could ask you everything else about your sex life girl I need to be no like I need to know it all how many blowjobs you're given like I mean I need to hear it all like <laughs> I don't know this number I don't know some <laughs> I'm bad with numbers <laughs> Girl, I need to hear it all. And if the men in Buenos Aires are hot. Mm. Oh my God, I'm tired of having crushes all the time. Like there's, oh. we went to like this um, electronic store to ask about something. And there was like this guy with the mask on. And I was like, uh, perdón, uh, puedes ayudarme? And like, just, hey, can you help me? And he takes off his mask and I'm like, oh. Oh my God, they're the so hell? hot. The guys in yeah. Buenos Aires are gorgeous. Oh, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> they're dangerous here. <laughs> but no way I want to go back to Russia. <laughs> yeah, no. I think, the, I think the Buenos Aires guys are even hotter than the Russian dudes. Yeah, 100%. Oh, Russian guys are not very hot. I'm telling you. Like, I'm really sorry. But <laughs> they're, they're, there's like so few hot guys. And here I'm like... I don't know, like, because I've already seen so many cute guys and even like the cute guys don't even seem that cute to me anymore because they're all so good looking. Oh my God, <laughs> Alina, you're Yeah, you should there. visit. I want to come visit. I would love to come visit and you and I do like a podcast. Like I would be asking you so many sex <gasps> yes. questions. Like I want you to come on and tell the whole thing. And like, I want an awkward sex, like I want an awkward sex story from you. I mean- Oh, I, which like, one? <laughs> I have so many personally, like I, when I lived in Ireland for a year, I, there was this Irish guy that I was crushing on for so long. I finally was going to hook up with him and he like left my apartment immediately. And I couldn't figure out why I was so drunk. Wow. I had a whole roll of toilet paper stuck in my pants that was coming out the back. And it was so <laughs> fucking embarrassing anyway. Wow. Never okay. Now you got me intrigued. <laughs> 
I want to know now. Now like, I want to ask you all the questions. Please, I have like the craziest sex stories. They're like the worst. I mean, oh my God. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, I'm living. Yeah. I'm living for that. I got like a cock <laughs> ring stuck inside me once too. It was, I didn't have to go to the hospital, but it was close. Cassie's <laughs> <laughs> oh like, I'm logging off now. Um, okay, one, la- one last awkward, any awkward sex stories you're willing to share? Uh, mm, let me think. Well, once it was really awkward with one guy because he was like sniffing me a lot. And I was like, oh my God, that just started like making me feel very self-conscious. And I would be like, because we were like watching a movie, you know, and then he would like take my hand and like kind of um, caress it. And then he would start like sniffing it. And I was like, what the hell <laughs> and then he would be like very close to me and I thought he was like about to kiss me but no it was like sniffing me here and stuff and I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I, and I even like addressed it I was like uh why why is, is it like a thing he's like yeah I just yeah. really love it you know and I'm like oh okay <laughs> that's pretty good okay. too yeah, that's good. <laughs> Alina, where do people follow you? What's your so you have a huge Instagram following and YouTube. Tell people where they can follow you. Yeah, YouTube, Instagram. I also have a Patreon. And actually on Patreon, sometimes uh, I post comics about my dating stories in Buenos Aires. Uh, I draw them. Uh, so yeah, they can find it on my Patreon. Uh, what else? And People can follow me on Spotify too. And and what's your name Alina. on? Yeah, what's the name on Instagram? Is it at Alina? At Alina Pasha. Awesome. All right, it was great. Thank you for being on. Thank you so much. Very grateful. Bye, Alina. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. See ya. Bye.